Conversation Hat Podcast. This is the Conversation Hat Podcast, a show for geeks, artists, and terrible people. Terrible people in a lockdown that um, actually I don't mind too much, but it's really hard to say that without sounding smug. I'm here with, oh, my name, need that one. My name is Liam Taylor, and I'm here with my co-host Ben. How's it going, Ben? Epstein didn't kill himself. Wow, what did... Don't forget that, either. What did Epstein kill? More on that story later. Uh, morons, I couldn't think everyone. of anything funny no. to say. There's nothing I'm still funny cross about it's... the bridge. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've been complaining about um, bridges um, and people on bridges. Make of that what you will. This episode of the Conversation Up podcast is being live streamed. That's why I sound so much more professional and prepared compared to the normal episodes. Um, we are live streaming now to YouTube and Twitch. We recently became partners on Twitch. I have not yet worked yeah, out what that thank- means practically, but it is very cool. Thank you, Twitch. It means we can say it and we sound important. It, yeah, it absolutely means that. It's like when we went on to SoundCloud. When we went on to SoundCloud. When we went on to SoundCloud. When, when we ended up being... We're now... You can now listen to us on SoundCloud. Do you mean Spotify? And then... That one. We, the one um, that's impressive. Ben does receive the staff email, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this <Hey>. ex- <laughs> um, do we need to find another medium? Do we need like to send you an audio digest of the staff email? Do we need to do a staff email podcast? Will you listen to that? No, because you don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> God damn it, Ben. Could, I, could we have a staff notification sent by Barbershop Quartet? Or do we just need to get the Game Grumps to record our staff newsletter and then you watch uh, that? Is that the only way to reach yeah, it? Yeah, that would... I have a feeling that that would cost a lot more. Who's cheaper, Game Grumps or Ricky Gervais? Because those are the only two people you listen to. I, I listen to Sorted Food and Outside Xbox. Okay, and so... Outside of, Extra, I, I enjoy these people. Okay, so I basically need to, like, contact these four groups of people. I'd, well, maybe I stick with the British ones for ease of communication. Yeah, sorted food and outside Xbox are probably going to be less monetarily draining than Ricky Gervais <laughs> or the yeah. Game Grumps. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, this episode, I'm of getting the Com- Game Grumps' book message sent are to you? me today. That's turning up in the post. Yeah. Oh, awesome! I'm waiting yeah. on the last last podcast on the left's book, which we pre-ordered ages ago, and apparently have not yet got. That's a podcast, Ben. It is a podcast, yes. It says so in its name. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, I'm also wearing their T-shirt. Um, I, to... I'm wearing a Tattoo by Fabio's T-shirt. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Look at that. Thank you. It's one of the last ones to have um, come out of the shop before that unfortunate fire business on Mill Road. Wow, yeah. Bloody hell. Um... Today, on this podcast, we are talking about um, early 2000s internet phenomenon, Marble Hornets, and Slenderman as well. Um, Marble Hornets was a web series um, born out of the Slenderman mythos, which we will talk about uh, probably in detail in a second. Um, The web series came out in 2009. There were three seasons, three series, Although we don't really 
Uh, I don't think they intended them to be series when they started. Um, and I think it ran for three, maybe four years. Um, so there's something like eight, 80 videos. There's like a whole uh, lot. 83, I believe. Um, and what's interesting about it is it became kind of an ARG, an alternate reality game. So you would watch the videos and then between the videos, you would try to like decipher messages inside of the videos. Um, you would try to run um, distorted images through spectrographs to see if they made a sound. You would try to uh, disseminate visual clues or data from sounds in it. And there was this whole big ass world of stuff. And I'm pretty sure there wasn't actually anything hidden in any of it <laughs> other than like the really obvious <laughs> stuff. Um, but that, that was kind of taking up a lot of my time in 2009. I think my brother showed it to me around about episode 14, entry 14. Um, and it takes, the, the format is the short YouTube videos. So like some of them were like a minute long, some of them were like a few seconds and it, it kind of yeah. took place between two YouTube channels. So there was the Marble Hornets YouTube and then there was To The Ark, which I don't know if we ever really work out what it is, but it seemed like um, Marble Hornets was categorizing and uh, kind of showing these videos. And then To The Ark was doing like responses and sometimes trying to guide the Marble Hornets channel, sometimes trying to trick it. I don't know. Um, it, se it seems sort of like almost a call and response Yes. I've I've been watching them. Uh, I'd never seen any of them. I have yeah. binged as much as I can. I mean, we're in quarantine. We're in lockdown. I still don't have that much time. I was no. taking a lot of pictures of sunsets, baking bread, uh, complaining on YouTube, on, uh, on Facebook that I couldn't go outside and I'm really bored. So yeah. I had all those things taking up my time. So I've only about halfway through it. You were living the real basic so bitch far. of quarantine life. Yes, I was missing frappuccinos that I never ordered and all that crap. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you, we sort of decided we'd do this a week or so ago. Um, so you've just been watching Marble Hornets. I've, I've been, as, as much as I can, yeah. uh, over the last uh, four days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been watch. I thought I'd be able to get through all of them because, as you said, some of them are only about thirty seconds, some are only about two or three minutes. Some of them are then seven minutes. Some of them are fifteen minutes, and that really sort of goes. Oh, maybe I couldn't. So I haven't quite been mm. able to get it um, yeah. through all of it. Although I have now sort of hit that point where I'm going. Like now, probably after this. Because I was watching a few um, before we started uh, streaming, just so I could get as much in as I could. Yeah, yeah. I feel that once we've finished streaming, I'm going to just remain sat here, put on the playlist on YouTube, and nah. just sit and finish it. Yes. Because it, it's got to that point where I'm really sort of invested now. It's it's super, super compelling. Um so shall we talk a little bit about um, what, what happens in Marble Hornets? 
and you'll you'll probably have a better idea a better um, idea because it's so fresh in your mind. I sort of part of me wanted to rewatch a whole bunch of them, but I realised as you've found out, if I start watching them, oh, that's it for the rest of quarantine. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna be watching all of them. So that's the whole lot. Shall we go back and and talk about like the origins of Slenderman a little bit? Uh, do, do you know the origins well, we, of Slenderman? Well, I thought that this was the origin of Slenderman, or has Slender was Slenderman around Slenderman. before? He Marble was around Hornets. before. Marble Hornets was the um, the kind of the thing that made Slenderman a a big deal and and well known. And then obviously we had like some unfortunate incidents. And then the, the Slenderman movie more recently and Slenderman games and all that stuff. But Marble Hornets was the thing that just exploded it, really. Um, Slenderman started on the Something Awful thread, which is basically like old school internet where you go to talk about weird stuff, nerdy stuff. And the, the, the thread was, I think it was a competition, who can make the, uh, the creepiest image, which... Okay. So what you've got here is like a crowd of children and behind them is like this weird kind Big of looks, old tall boy. But what's interesting is it looks like it's wearing a kind of um like a tux or like a Georgian not a rough but like one of those big poofy shirt type things. Um, um you know not quite a rough but like one of them, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like what Fred used to wear in Scooby-Doo. Yeah, totally. Um, and this is the second Slenderman image. And again, it's like a playground for the children. And in the background is, again, you can sort of see now we've got the evolution of these like tentacles. And, like it's, it's a bit more like a suit. Uh, you can sort of see the outline of a tie there. And yeah, these weird sort of evolving, moving tendrils. Um, so I think what... The, one of the really thing, the things that I really like about the internet is the fact that you can just have these ah um, oh, cravat. Thank you, Scarjoy three on Twitch. Cravat. cravat. Yes. Uh, also on YouTube, AFPDMs. That took a while. Dyslexic. Uh, Fabio's whoop whoop. Which is nice. It's nice that you can say a thing and people know what the thing is. Yeah. Um. So. That one of the cool things about the internet, especially like the early days, is when someone had an idea, people would kind of just run with it. And this is where we got like um, creepypastas and scary stories. And I think Slenderman was like one of the earliest creepypastas. I'm going to have to explain creepypastas now, aren't I? Um, the just people make creepy stories yeah. that are almost believable. And sometimes they have like the roots in truth. Yes. But, so it's, it's enough that if you heard about it from your mate, you would believe it. Yeah. Sort of. It's like the internet version of, like, uh, a rumour mill. And so the word uh, creepypasta comes from copy-paste, because you would copy and paste a story from one place to another. And the idea is that you would tell people, oh, I found this story on another forum when actually it was just something you'd written. So you kind of, um, you renounce any claim to have made it 
in order to make the thing seem slightly more legitimate, even when it was just a creepy story mm -hmm. that you and your mates came up with. Um, so Slenderman, like the idea sort of got taken by people as and like evolved over time. And I think these original images, there was no um there wasn't any story that came with them that whoever made them uh, just posted it. Uh, it says here credits Victor Surge's original image on Slendermount from Victor Surge, DeviantArt, and Victor Surge's second one. I've not heard the name Victor Surge because the internet will take something and credit it to someone else. Um, and according to this website, it's Victor Surge, which I'm prepared to believe. So I don't think they made any kind of story. They just kind of posted the images. And obviously, because they were with children... Oh, look how creepy. And it is creepy, massively. And the the sort of the mythology that grew out of that is that Slender Man is this weird um, character who will sort of appear, implicitly has kind of psychic powers, um, appears very tall, very gangly, no face just like bald and then no features um like someone took voldemort and just took a sander to his face or something <laughs> and uh, that's that's a horrible thought um and then the idea is that it obviously like malevolent evil and it kind of will hoard herd children and then uh, feed on souls or whatever um does whatever creepy things do does whatever a creepy thing does. So that is basically all you need to know about Slenderman. Um, some people decided that it has tentacles. Well, I guess the, the second original image has tentacles here. Um, and then basically from that, I think Marble Hornets happened in 2009, something like July 2009. And the... Around, just after that, because it sort of took off quite quickly, we then had the Slenderman game um, mm -hmm. and all sorts of other versions of games. And then, like, people obviously, like, did their own photo shoots and, like, it just sort of took off in a big way. Um, so Marble Hornets is, on the face of it, a story about a student film that a bunch of people were trying to make in, I think it's Alabama. Yeah, it's Alabama. And this is going to show you how into it I was because I managed to, on Google Earth, find the filming locations. Well, that's not <laughs> creepy pasta at all, is it? Which you could, that's something you could do even in 2009, 2010. Um, yeah, I think it was either Alabama or Kentucky. Alabama sounds more right. Um, this is like a decade ago, though, so I might be misremembering. Um, the sort of the narrative of it is um, this dude, Troy, who is the narrator, um, he was working on a film with a chap called Alex. Um, Alex becomes erratic and has mood swings and is generally not a very nice person and then eventually they just decide to bail on the whole operation um and i think a year or so later or sometime later um troy gets in contact and is like hey can we have all the old tapes because i think there might be something in it's, them um he started freaking out and then he was going to burn all the tapes 
Levin Troy was like, no, give me the tapes. And he said, yeah, you can have them, but that was never it. just don't watch them. them to me again. Which is like a plot hole, because surely if like you want to get rid of something and someone says, hey, can I have it? Like, yeah, you can have it. Just don't watch them or do anything with them other than destroying them, which is what I was about to do. But then you took the, the bin bag full of tapes out of my hand as I was about to shove it in the fire. As long as you shove it in the fire now, I don't really care. Hey, you're walking off and watching them. Oh, no. Um, See, now, that you say it's a plot hole. It's more a plot point, because otherwise, if that had happened, there would be no videos. Well, there would be no tapes, because they burnt sure. them. Sure. There would be no... Yeah, okay. Yeah, amuse- there'd be yeah. no entertainment. So, cool. Or um, Alex knew that Troy would watch the tapes and therefore become entrapped in this whole thing. Um, what, like is, the ring? Yeah, kind of like the ring. There are parallels to the ring, I guess. I don't. Is it worth just playing uh, entry number one? Would that make sense at this point? Um, sure. Let's, let's so let me do find it. it. Um, I also... I would do you norm- want to read out the bits that we can't... that, that are written down for the lovelies listening? On the yes. Podcast podcast. Um, so, yeah, I will do that. the The annoying thing is that I can't turn our microphones down because of this whole situation. Oh, so, there, so there's an intro which is two minutes, and so then entry one. Shall we play the intro? Sure. Uh, let me just, I'll just be quiet so it doesn't. So mics don't muck anything up. Uh, let me just skip this Squarespace advert. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> uh, so this is entry one of Marble Hornet. These, these videos are all online still. Um, just Marble Hornets on YouTube. So, and I will read it out. Uh, the following clips are raw footage excerpts from Alex Crayley, a college friend of mine. I'm not going to audio describe. <laughs> uh, in 2006, Alex was in the process of shooting his student film entitled Marble Hornets generic stupid college film name over the three months that this took place his film crew complained of his increasing levels of stress and irritability near the end of shooting alex halted production indefinitely and dropped the unfinished project he told me it was due to the unworkable conditions on his set which was less than a mile away from his house i asked what he planned to do with the countless number of tapes he had filled burn them quote being a film student myself i hated to see all of his work go to waste yeah fair enough I hate burning tapes, that's stupid. And after some coercing, he agreed to give them to me under the condition that I never mention it to him again. Oh, okay, he didn't want him to get rid of them. He just wanted them to never mention it. Soon after, Alex transferred to another school and I haven't seen him since. At the time, I was too unnerved to look through the tapes and eventually forgot about them. A few days ago, I found them filed away in the back of my closet. After three years and zero contact with Alex, I've decided to look through them. All the tapes were are unnumbered and missing timestamps other than taking place in the summer of 2006. It is impossible to determine the exact order or date of each. Should I find anything in them, I will upload it to keep as a permanent record. So there's a few (laughs) bits of info in there. Another thing that's worth mentioning is the entries are all out of order. Um, At no point are we told the official order of things, although make no mistakes, um, people have tried. Um, so like if you we of course have marblehornets.wikidot.com. Uh, there's an ent- there's a page called the entries and you can basically scroll through. There's a little bit of information about each video and then 
that's just the release order. We also have a tentative chronology. The other thing that's worth mentioning is he's only uploading videos that have interesting things in them. Um, yeah, so it's not the, like yeah. all of the stuff that the... No. <clears throat> so like some are only very short clips. And a lot of it is like implicitly they filmed a lot of uh, B-roll and stuff, which is why you've got like people driving around. Because it's a student film, so you have footage from inside of a car. Because that's what student films are. Um, also, I think we should highlight how how great of a name Marble Hornets is for a student film. Not great because it's good, but great because it really feels like there would be a student film called Marble Hornets. I can really believe that. Yeah. Um, they fly, but they're made of rock. What is this? It, we do I'm actually... sure that there must have been many student films called Marble Hornets after this. My God, can you imagine... Right, entry number one. I don't know if there's any sound. After viewing a couple of tapes and finding nothing unusual, I came across a clip that doesn't fit in with the others. Um, I like that you get like a little snippet of information at the start of each video. That that was something that, I don't know, that just really felt like it added something. From what I can tell, the following footage takes place inside Alex's house, not the set of Marble Hornets. So he's watched a handful of videos and they are all... Um, on set with actors and stuff, and this one is just in the director's house for no reason. So we'll play it and then inevitably replay it. The audio has been removed, either the microphone was disabled at the time or it was taken out afterwards. Rustly, rustly, Russell. God, I love old DV cameras, there's nothing spoopy about them, is there? <laughs> I think it's, it's the fact that they've used the little spooky cameras. That really adds to it, doesn't it? I think it helps it, it? with the. It does, because it's sort of. Almost gives you jump scare. Yep. Oh yeah, like anything because found of footage. how it's it's such a it's such a shaky cam that yeah. you can it the thing can be there and then the person holding it has moved the camera. It basically yeah. acting like a cutaway in a film, but it's just gone to black, so you can't see anything. You want to shout with the screen, point oh, the yeah. bloody thing at the thing, so I don't get scared. And the, then it's um, moved, and then it's on in your it, face. It's interesting that we've come to associate um, handheld DV cameras with scary stuff and like um, Blair Witch, Marble Hornets, that whole thing. At work, um, a couple of years ago, we uncovered, so I, I work at a school, we uncovered like a crap ton of old video equipment because at some point we got funding for a really dope media suite, but this was like 10, 20 years ago. So now like, this is all we would have spent like 20 grand on all this stuff back then but now it's worth like ebay money yeah may if we're lucky in old money um and like we for a laugh we stuck in a couple of the old tapes which like those little tiny dv tapes and like it's really hard to watch any of them and it was just like um kids trying to make their own movies around the school or like teachers trying to work out how the camera worked and like you see like hey that's that teacher that's still here but like it's 20 years ago so they don't have the beard or whatever but like all of it's creepy because it's on handheld dv tape and it's really hard mm -hmm. to watch because we've got that kind of um oh, that's know, where it goes now that's the mentality yeah, yeah. You, you know that there's going to be a skeleton in the background or like yeah someone's going to get hit by a truck or whatever um Cool, so um, I'll replay that um, and I'll put it on the big screen as well. 
Um, so basically, the the thing of note is he's in a house. Stuffs. He's wandering around, and he opens the window. And did did you see this first time around, Ben? I don't know. I think I might have done. Hmm. Because there's a little Slenderman. Yeah, there he is. Hanging, hanging, hanging out right on the very last bit of the uh, last bit of the screen, facing away. But it doesn't. D- it barely looks. It barely looks like him. This is one of the cool things about DV tape is that you can get away with stuff not looking like stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Did you notice his head turning? No. Okay, so I'm going to play this on. I don't re- know how. Re- replay that for me. So just before the camera snaps away, the head turns, and that's why the camera oh, he does. goes. There is a little bit of movement, yeah. A little bit of movement. Oh, shit. That's <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. Oh, that's even worse than everything else. That's, um, yeah. I did, when I was watching these, I think particularly some of like the 30, 40 second ones that were uploaded by the Marvel Hornets people. We'll get into yeah. the ARC people later. Yes. Um yeah, when there was only like 30, 40 second ones or even a minute or two, mm. I would watch them and then there, there might be the noise that sometimes pops up, which I think is really well done because apparently Slender Man mucks about with the equipment. Yes. So instead of having scary music to um, to like build tension or anything, they've got this weird um, audio distortion which works mm. as well just as well if not better because yeah. it means that he's coming for you the, um, so sometimes there would be that that I would hear but I wouldn't be able to I wouldn't have seen anything so I'd have to go back about three or four times before going ah, there he is yeah um, or, or sometimes I've watched it a number of times and still couldn't see anything so it's really well secreted away in there the interesting thing about that that you bring up is um, when you watch a horror film or something and I a lot of this comes from the fact that I work in film audio, so like I know a bit about like the tricks of the trade and how you build tension and stuff. So like horror movies tend not to affect me because you can tell when something spooky is about to happen because you've got like this subtle kind of um, rise or like a, a tense little pad that comes in, and um, yeah, you know something spooky is about to happen, and you can sort of tell like oh it's about to crescendo now oh there's the jump scare. So it just doesn't work. Something... But when... Yeah, go on. And I was going to say, something that gets me, I'm going to see if I can recreate it on, on camera, is when there's a shot of the main person like this. So they're in like the bottom left of the camera. Yeah. And then there is the big, empty right, top right. Most of the screen is empty. And that, I'm always ready... Because that's when some shit's going to pop out at you. And when yep. it doesn't, I feel very cross that it's not that it's made me nervous for nothing. And that, that framing is interesting as well because it's, it's the rule of thirds. So the, the, the main character is in the bottom right third. So then you're almost expecting to see something in the other third. Um, and you're kind of mm-hmm. looking directly there even though it's empty space. Uh, Scarjoy3 on Twitch. That noise still makes me paranoid all this time later. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful. Um, uh, and what else were we saying oh yeah the the fact that there's stuff hidden there and you can sort of get these audio cues um, without necessarily seeing things Um, 
that the the inherent rewatchability of these uh, videos is is one of the things that really makes the series and like really gets you into the whole stupid paranoia of the whole situation. Um, mm-hmm. In inside the inside the story of Slenderman, there's something about um, Slenderman's presence that will distort. He brings presence. Yeah, sort of. He's kind like of Santa. a. Like the opposite of Santa, like a kind of Bandersnatch character. Um, Bandersnatch? Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch? Krampus. Krampus. Got my Bandersnatch and my Krampus the wrong way around. Um, you should see a doctor. I'd love to see a doctor, but they're all, they're all <laughs> hiding. Um, they're all busy. Some, yeah, they're all, they're all doing the other thing. Um, there's something about Slenderman that it's either his... Um, psychic ability to control people or the fact that he can just appear that means that video and audio tend to become distorted around him um and there's a mm-hmm. lot of entries where you have like a visual glitch and then he sort of appears there um so the kind of idea is i guess that like in our reality in in yeah i didn't need another word you know what i meant by our reality he can just sort of pop in and out but obviously, if you're filming, he doesn't want you to see him arrive or leave necessarily. Um, so they have to do. He has to kind of glitch out the uh, recording software in order to appear. Um, yes. Shall we go for? So that was entry one. Um, let's see. And, and that that thing does that really helps with the transitions. Yes. From scene changes and stuff. And as we're mentioning that, I'm going to go slightly in. Pre- to production. Yes, please do. The way that they've got... Um, at least for the first few, there's very little spoken dialogue. Yeah. It's... I mean, even all the way through it, there's still not a lot. It's mainly this white text on a black background. Yeah, you get I very used works, to that white text. It works really well in... Senses like it will say, I have... I woke up in bed, or here's... The footage shows me in two hours coming back and falling asleep in bed straight away. Yeah. I think that works because then you know what's happened. Yeah. Whereas if you saw someone coming back in a trance or whatever, getting into bed, falling asleep, it could look so stupid. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, do they Um, get in? Do they snuggle up? Takes away from uh, the fear drama. Do they just fall in to try and make it look... Like they just dropped like a ton of bricks, could look um, real stupid. I love that because it's um, it's you know why they've done that for production, it's so they don't have to actually film. They don't have to stick a camera on a tripod and hit record for eight hours because that's going to take up several tapes. They can just say, mm-hmm. "Oh, this happened. And now I'm here." Like it makes the whole production a lot easier. But like inside of the meta narrative, it also makes a lot of sense to just be told stuff in that way uh, rather than make you wait. Sure. Um, so let's go for entry number two. Uh, entry number two, I'll read it out as well. I don't know if there's sound. I found a few more hours, after a few more hours of tapes, excuse me, I found this clip of Alex talking whilst driving. Alex, remember, is the director. For now, I will assume that this probably took place before the events of entry one. Also, remember, don't use your phone whilst driving. It's very unsafe. I mean, they were using a camcorder whilst driving, which was probably even worse. What hadn't occurred to me before is how he just says, oh, there was a really creepy tall guy standing completely still and my dog didn't like it. 
like yeah i i didn't realize how um not like super blatantly they said i just saw the slender man but like nearest damn it um yeah I when guess, i like, first watched it i was like okay cool well <laughs> no surprise no prizes for who that's gonna be yeah but at the time i was like creepy man what does that mean but now like 11 years later I'm, it's like it's a slender man video oh yeah it's, 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 it's the creepy slender man, man. Uh, from what he describes, I think. See now. Yeah, go on. Why, why would, why would you, why would, why would you drive back? Why would you stop? Why would you get out of the car for the creepy man that set your dog off? That's a stupid, <laughs> stupid thing to do. Stupid. They never say that they're clever people. Like, it, if there were clever people in the world, we would never have horror films. True. Um, so, from or, what he describes, yeah. I think he has seen something similar to the figure that appeared in entry number one. So that's entry number two. Um, yeah, it is weird that he's just like, there was a tall man. He was stood really still. My dog did not like him. Um, I, I went back and I filmed and he was gone. Um, after this one, shall we uh, find uh, one of the arc? To the arc Yes, videos? I was trying to work out what the, the actual order is. I say work out, it's on this website. Uh, apparently the first to the arc is uh, after entry nine, but like we're obviously not going to watch all of these videos because no, like yeah. I will die um, we got, we've got breads to bake and lofts <laughs> to clear podcasts there's to loads edit. of weeds in the garden that, <laughs> that need smoking um, yeah let's I think <laughs> if we watch up. if we watch three you'll get um, we'll have we'll basically established what is going on I, I don't remember that, what happens yeah. in three could be wrong entry three I'm starting to notice the vast majority of the tapes are completely unrelated to Marble Hornets. Bloody hell. Um, That's a surprise. At some point, it seems Alex began filming himself exclusively. The following clips are taken from roughly 12 tapes. Um, so this dude, this dude is just like... vining hard. And you better believe people went through these tapes and tried to like find figures in like the grain. Oh, of course they did. Yeah, buying more tapes. But I think that's that's a great thing about it as well because people would think, oh, there must be this in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes you pour over every single aspect, which adds even more stuff to it. So like that map in the background, someone could look at that and go, oh my god, there's this, even though there's nothing there, and yeah. then that adds to every, adds more and more to it. The um. And as we see here, he's like timed when the tape is about to end. So like he's never going to not be taping himself. And there's a really interesting thing about the human brain where like we want to see faces and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So like if there is digital grain, you will sort of like combine pixels to be a face, even when yeah. there, ain't, there ain't no face there. So the whole trying to find order in chaos, which is why we can totally. see lovely pictures in clouds. Or terrifying monsters in the corners of our rooms <laughs> at night after watching too many Slenderman videos. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, from what I have been seeing so far, <laughs> many of these tapes could contain nothing substantial. Uh, although it does seem that Alex wanted to have a camera on himself at all times. So this is basically just feeding into the, the paranoia um, aspect of it. And remember that this is entry three and we haven't seen Slenderman except for entry one. Um, we're just establishing the character's paranoia. Um, I wonder if... Um, I'm just going to go to the channel. 
and try to find the video that was like the one that made me go, oh, I think four was the first one that was actually scary. Uh, when they're in like, the, it's 40 seconds long. And it's the one where they're in the playground. If you remember that one, Ben. Um, I try my best not to, but probably. Um, I'll play. I'll play four actually, rather than seven, because seven is the one that like really scared me. But it kind of, um, it's two minutes long, and we all got places to be. Uh, I'll play number four. <laughs> Squarespace advert. Oh no, it just went straight to it. Amazing. Oh, spooky. I that know is it is spooky. spooky. Yeah. That's the scariest not got thing Squarespace ever. popping up all over the fucking place. <laughs> Uh, I found another tape containing strange <gasps> footage and no audio track. You better believe we still went through the audio to check it was blank. Um, hey, you can take free surveys and get up to $50 on your Steam wallet. That's a good deal. I should click on that. Never mind. Ben Are you doesn't pausing have a it so you can click on Steam? No. You bastard. <gasps> the swings are moving, which is impossible to see because of the grain. The trambampling. Oh no, I did notice the. I did. I did notice the uh, swings moving. Yeah. Ah, he's gone. So yeah. So this and entry one are the only clips I found that do not have sound. Um. I'm starting to suspect that Alex removed the audio himself. Again, it's so interesting. Like looking back at this and like, oh, we were just being fed clues. We were just being told straight up, go through the audio. Um. I, that hadn't occurred to me before today because um, I just thought well, that, that like, you were going through audio that wasn't there well no that we were basically being instructed to go through the audio um, but I mean it, it's it's obvious now like as a 30 year old man rather than as a 20 year old dumbass um, <laughs> that like oh when an advert says this it wants you to buy the thing so that's why you feel like you want to buy it like I didn't get at the time that like um, being manipulated. Yeah, it, when the video says, "Oh, there's the audio has been taken out for some reason." I wonder why that is. That your brain interprets that as, "Well, I better go through all the audio then," um, which is of course what people did. I thought people just did that because people are insane. Okay, so so a lot of the videos are uh, this character Alex filming himself and then like getting spooked out. And then you see half of something in, in the back corner or something. Um, I'm going to skip through entry, hey, Disney, entry five um, <laughs> to the spooky bit. If I can find You it. watched any of Disney Plus? They timed their release really, really well. Yeah, of course they did. Um, no, I haven't. I want to wait until all the Mandalorians are out and then try to get a, like, get a subscription, maybe. Um, so this is location scouting. Um, they're in trees. They don't know what this strange... Oh, this bloody weird red tower thing comes up yeah, a lot for some the reason. Yeah, the red tower. Which I'm still not really clear I, what I it is. I think the thing that really sort of got me about that is that I have no idea what it is in real life. No. It could be like an army they training They have no idea what it is there. The, I thought it was maybe like a silo or yeah. like seed or something for like fire tests or whatever. But you, you see it later, more close yeah. up, and it, it makes no sense to be anything. I think it's like part of a, a wall climbing 
situation. Um, oh yeah, so there, so like a um, yeah, if you're training or whatever, you have to climb over a wall. Um, <laughs> I thought you just see him in this one. Maybe it wasn't this one. You get like a bit of visual tearing, and there's some audio distortion, which I guess they wanted people to go through. Or is he here? See, I've st I stopped myself before I got to the point that you're at now, like with the pausing and rewinding, because I did want to watch a fair amount of these before talking about them. Yes. Because if I'd been doing this, I would still be on like episode. <sighs> yeah. Well, I'd be where we are now instead yeah. of. You know, I remember 50 episodes ahead. Well, yeah, exactly. So, what did you get up to? Forty something. Uh, I got up to forty-six. Okay. Cool. Um, Halfway. I've been watching all of I've been watching all of the um to the arc videos as well. Yeah. So um, there's those interspersed. So I I think I've watched around 60 70 videos now over the yeah. last few days. <laughs> and yeah, some of them are 7 minutes long, some of them are like seconds long. Um so let's let's go to to the arc. So the thing about to the arc is we don't necessarily know who is uploading the videos to this other YouTube channel, to the Ark. Um, I think you sort of are able to work it out eventually, but I don't think you're. They've necessarily confirmed it one way or another. Um, so the the to the Ark videos are cryptic, weird gibberish, terrifying, bassy AF noise. Yep. So there's that. <laughs> Um, that's that's all that video is. Uh, let's see what the um, the Wikidot has to say. Uh, so this was between nine and ten. So in nine, all that happens is um, they're filming uh, the actual film Marble Hornets and like the director's kind of being a knob. He gets but. well cranky. Yeah, uh, I have started. I think it was in. Um, I think it might have been seven. I can't remember. You've just clicked off the screen. That's what I was looking. Oh, at. sorry. Um, there's there's one where they're filming just in a car. Yes. Yeah, I think it's seven. It's just in a car, driver seat, passenger seat, and the, the dude's just they're just chatting, and then you go, okay, let's do the thing. And the guy leans forward and does the scene. And then after the scene, he leans back. Yeah. And he's got a little friend in the background that wasn't there yes, before. Yes, he does. That was one of those moments where I had to rewind it. I was like, why, why is the director freaking out, saying, no, we're going, we're going now? Yeah. I, and it's because his little buddy. Because he's right there. I remember this one very clearly as being the one that made me go, oh, no. Uh. Um, really, really well done. Um, I can't remember the name of this character. It'll probably come up in a second. So they're just doing the like his side of a dialogue. Uh, I do love that. I love the um, the actors of this actual thing have mm. really got down the actors of student film. Yeah, because I yes. remember doing shit like this at college. Oh yeah, and my god, there are there is a there is. A type of acting that is only ever seen in student film, and it's probably for the best. Yes, 
and it's interesting. If I just that they, do it natural, and they don't, and it's just not very much. It's just lots it's of. It's just um, because they don't, they don't know how to act. That's all it is. It's fine. Like I don't know how to do anything. Like it's all good. Um, and it, it's weird watching back. Like wait, you can sort of see all the cuts, but that's because I spent like years of my life editing video. Um, so basically, like spoilers, the uh, the area of interest is just a, where this dude's temple is. I mean, the director isn't feeding him very good lines either. Like, the dialogue isn't strong and it's not being well delivered by the, uh, the actual person that wrote it, so whatever. I know, we're, we're not judging for that, but it's fun to judge. <gasps> yeah, so there it is, right there. Dun, dun, dun. When Twasn't, but a moment ago. Um, so he, so he's in his back. car, he leans back... Um, and then Slenderman is in the background, and you saw the spot where Slenderman was um, earlier, and obviously there was no Slenderman there. Um, and it is like, as a 30-year-old man, really clearly a mannequin with extra long arms. But like, try telling 20-year-old me that when I was drunk all the time. Um, I and when to it's you. just a little clip, it's... Yeah. And then the director, Alex, gets freaked out, and they drive off. Um, Understandably. And I like how the video that says someone was following Alex, not just like, there's a mannequin with stupid arms in the background. <laughs> I'm the Slender Man. So very slender. Um, it, but it's quite a simple filming technique. And oh, yeah. Clearly it has the right effect. Oh, yeah, massively. It's simple and very effective to do. Um, when you consider that the only way that the way that that did is just someone filming and then at a certain amount of seconds that someone went huh! yeah and just sort of like held out the mannequin or what have you there's bit there's a bit in um an episode of Buffy oh, yeah. where there's a puppet that's actually alive huh. and it's a very similar thing to that there's the puppet sat on the chair at the end of the table a character comes up to the camera and grabs a book or something looks at the book walks back around the table, puppet's gone with a big dan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fucking terrifying it's... when you first watch it, but oh, when yeah, you analyse totally. it, there's some there's some bugger under that table whose job it was just to go, ah, I've oh, got yeah, the dummy. I've made yeah, yeah. I've made the spook. Yeah. But I it's a very it. effective way of doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. The thing to realise there is we're also there. The thing to realise is that to the arc for some reason, has access to the missing audio from these videos. Um, so you've, oh, got yeah. to, you've got to sort of conclude that, oh, he must be a member of the team or something. And I think the prevailing theory was, to the arc, was um, Alex communicating with Troy, so the original director um, communicating with Troy, who's uploading videos to Marble Hornets, um, but perhaps not doing it... Um, consciously kind of i don't know sleepwalking or being put under a spell of some kind to then communicate with um uh troy the so others. yeah so whether it's that um so of course like you you can come to the conclusion that like um alex gave the tapes to troy and said destroy them but actually he's working for slenderman to entrap more people more teenagers um, it's like a pyramid scheme. 
exactly like a pyramid scheme. But the fact that um, Troy uploaded them to the internet was like, oh, we have the ability to ensnare like the entire world's worth of children at this point. So in feeding the audio back to um, Troy through this covert to the arc channel, you're kind of like fueling uh, the paranoia about it. And um, the interesting thing about Slenderman is that, I mean, it's like the, the nature of like existence and stuff. And yeah, we are going to get this heavy this early in the morning. Um, morning, whatever. Um, if you, if you're no, it's, afraid... It's 20 past two in the afternoon. Yeah, that's what they want you to think. Um, if, you're afraid, <laughs> if you're afraid of something, then that thing is for all intents and purposes real. Like, are we afraid of spiders or are we afraid of wondering if there are spiders on our head and we can't feel them? Um, sorry. Um, and Slenderman is exactly the same. Like, if you, if you think you can see him, or like you're, you're, you're worried about having the lights off because you're worried he's going to come get you, or you think you see him in the distortion on your TV while you're switching channels, like, for all intents and purposes, sure. that thing is real enough to freak you out. Um, I'm trying to think what the... There's a word. It, it sounds like poltergeist or poultice. No, can't remember. Um, oh, it's um, the idea that like if you're afraid of a buggins or something then that thing may as well be real because you're afraid of it and you sort of you give it life and you give it yes. reality through being afraid of it even if it isn't actually a tangible thing uh, your fear is there the is, tangible I, thing there is uh, going on to other pop culture references mm. but this is sort of linked to both what you've said and to Slenderman and all that shit mm. there is an episode there's two episodes of Supernatural yeah. One where the whole thing is the poultice, whatever it is that you just said. Yeah. And I think that this this was loosely based on Slenderman. Tulpa. Tulpa. Um, that's the word. Tulpa. That's the one. Uh, yeah. Someone starts like a blog online about this house that just that is just an empty house. Yeah. But they go and say that it was this guy who killed the things. Yeah. And this. And then people go into the house and this guy is there who kills the things in the way. And then the two guys go and they kill the thing, but then the next week it comes back because someone's updated the entry. The so so it's, the, it's the belief. It's so many people online believing that this is this. That's yeah. what gives it its power. It's like you know? when Doctor Who ripped off the SCP Foundation... Um, there's a rabbit hole. Do you know the SCP Foundation? I, I do not know. Oh, let's do this rabbit hole. Okay, so the SCP Foundation is a website of... Um, the meta-narrative is that it's a catalogue of um, strange happenings. So ghosts, uh, aliens... Um, I don't know if there is a Slenderman entry, but it's it's that kind of thing. And it's all like user-created fiction. So like some of it's really good, some of it's bloody silly. Um, and it's just a catalogue of these weird things. Uh, for example, there's one that of the entries that is about a uh, a vending machine that doesn't that you can put you put numbers into it and you give it money, 
but it will pull something random out. But it won't just be like, oh, can of beans or sardines or whatever, or Pepsi or whatever. It'll be like, oh, it looks like uh, a can of washing detergent, but it's got my home address on it. Or it's, um, it's just someone's skull. It's just a straight up skull, but the jaw is wrong. Um, it will just give you completely random objects. So it's like a interdimensional vending machine or something bizarre. Right. Um, and there's <laughs> another entry, which is a, uh, a statue that looks like a, um, a kid's GCSE art piece. And if you aren't making direct, if you're in a room with it, um, and you're not making direct eye contact with it, it just snaps your neck when you blink. And like it takes no time at all. So if you go in oh, there... Oh, like yeah. the Weeping Angels from Doctor Who. Yes, exactly like the Weeping Angels. So you need to maintain eye contact at all times. Otherwise, it kills all yes. of you. And it's one of the things that's like, that is literally exactly the same thing, except you've got a slightly higher production value than this one website. Um, and it's a, I, I sort of hate that because it's like, it's cool that internet ideas can then transcend into um, pop, more popular more fiction. Pop. But it's like, you are going to argue that it's quite hard to work out who wrote this piece of fiction and use that as an excuse to not credit them or give them any money, even though they came up with the idea you stole. It's just a little bit annoying. Sure. It's like just try a little bit harder please i don't know i get i get annoyed when people really obviously rip stuff off because making stuff isn't hard you've just got to use your brain and like i realize yeah, you've got tv um, deadlines and stuff but like do your job i mean this the the thin man on supernatural um it was done by they have these sort of characters in there called the ghost faces yeah which like, there's one, the first episode that they pop up in, like, it's their own, they're making their own TV show. So it's not an episode of Supernatural, it's an episode of Ghost Faces. Right, Which are meant yeah. to be, like, a piss take of the ghost hunters and stuff you see on cheap d daytime TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a them episode. Okay, that's so quite it's, cool. So it, because it's got them in it, the fact that Thin, and the fact they've called it Thin Man... It's obvious that they're doing it like a hey, this is our Slenderman thing, but okay, we're so making they're... it so obvious that we didn't make up Slenderman. So they're doing is as sort of a um, they're kind of aware like of a... it, but they're trying to bring it into yeah. their own reality. It's a bit like when they have um, zombie films and the people in the zombie film have clearly never seen a zombie film. Um, yeah. So like, I don't know what to call these things. It's like. They're zombies, you know what zombies are, just call them zombies. It's okay. We haven't really talked about the masked character, have we? The masked character seems to be an actual person person. Mm. Instead of like how Slender Man is. Yes. Um, seems to be a person in a mask. Not yeah. particularly supernatural. I have a feeling that it's um, almost like a, uh, a servant of the Slender Man. Yes. Or like a cult person. The prevailing theory is that the mask allows you to not get got by Slenderman. So I think you're supposed to think that he's working for Slenderman in the first instance because he's adversarial. Um, 
but actually mm-hmm. I think I think the mask is a protective thing. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, have we gotten into who the masked person is? It sort of shows it here a little bit on the screen. Um, um, the, the, a little bit, yeah. But so, not. I don't know why. Okay. What you don't so know it's, why? It's, um, it's one of the people of from the production of Marble Hornets. Yeah. The student films. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure why this person is wearing the mask. I've not got that far. I know that he's been taking pills. Yeah. Uh, I thought that. I thought that. I think that the characters take pills a lot. Not like drug. Woo! Party pills. Yeah, but like it says medical. ibuprofen, but I feel like it might be something to make them forget. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, but then Again, there's but now like... it seems that them losing chunks of their time is a negative thing, which it kind of is. Yeah, it's again, it's up to like um, your own conspiratorial brain and whatever. Um, but the yeah, the the thinking is that Tim, the character with the 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 beige yellow jacket, is Spooky wearing the mask. mask. Spoopy mask is wearing the mask because um, it means that Slender Man can't get him, whatever that means. And he's also on pills, and being out of pills would in some way be a bad thing. And the implication is that the pills are a prescription uh, by an actual doctor. Uh, I seem to recall someone saying, Oh, yeah, but the doctor's in cahoots with Slender Man, or the doctor is Slender Man, or whatever. So I think <laughs> the, the pills make. Th- the user like lose chunks of time um which i guess kind of is either a good or bad thing because if you were getting got by slender man i personally would just you rather wouldn't not remember want to remember it yeah exactly um but so then yeah, that was another exciting would, angle. would that be would that be better or worse because if you don't remember it it's the whole thing of like don't let the monster be seen on screen because whatever people imagine is worse than what you can show them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. maybe you might want to remember what Slenderman was doing. Maybe he was just tickling you. Troy's theory, Marble Hornet's theory, is that um, to the arc is masky. Basically, I think that's because here's a character with no name, here's uh, a presence online which doesn't have a real name, must be the same person, but I don't think that's necessarily the case. Um, right. What was I going to say? Let, let's take a let's take a slight deviation. Um, did you happen to watch any of Troy Has a Camera? No, I want. I've been pouring myself into this. Okay, that's fine. Pouring, um, I say. So, Troy Wagner, Wagner, whatever, um, the guy that Wagner, uh, one of the Marvel Hornets team, the 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 actor who plays Troy. He had his own YouTube channel. Still technically exists, but is much less active now. Um, where he was posting silly dumb stuff, much like we were five, six years ago. Um, and actually some of the Hey, the we stuff... still post dumb stuff. Yes, but this is truly dumb. Um, some of the stuff they did is like... I'm just going to put Troy Shaves' his face on because this is like... Um, actual real inspiration for like a lot of the sketch comedy and stuff that we did over the years um okay and i remember sort of having been really into marble hornets watching these sketches and then being like oh this is crazy because i didn't discover tim and eric for ages 
Um, so this was like quite a big deal to me. So let's just put on a Troy shaves his face. So this is the same group of dudes that did Marble Hornets. Control your music videos and more. Right, well, tell you what, I'm just going to try and fix that. <coughs> um, you know, the frustrating thing is that we, uh, we had a call yesterday and we fixed everything. We got it all working. And now it's, uh, it's right back to not working again. Yes. Uh, ben, what's your favourite form of egg? Poached. Poached? Yeah, good shout. Poached I like egg. Poached. poached egg. Do you know, you, you know those little um, mini pizzas, like the ones that you can put in the oven or microwave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know them. If you get one of those, either the cheese or the pepperoni ones, microwave yeah. them for mm. 10 seconds longer than you should. Right. Then pop a poached egg on top of one of them. Ooh. The pizza, the pizza crust is weirdly chewy. Interesting. The cheese isn't quite... Is The cheese is... Bits of the cheese are like microwave burnt, so it's crunchy but odd. It's... it's yeah. It's not fine dining, but it's sure. bloody good. I'll settle for some bloody good dining. Mm. That sounds lovely. Um, we should have that as the tagline of our restaurant. Bloody good dining. Settle for some bloody good dining. <laughs> uh, I'm a bit funny with um, egg and cheese and stuff, like because egg is essentially a, um, a liquid, if you've got the runny yolk. Mm-hmm. But then uh, cheese, if you heat it, is also basically a liquid. Um, so I don't like them combining. If we've got scrambled egg, fine. So if like I'll have cheese with a scrambled egg, but I won't have cheese with a poached egg because those are two kinds of liquid. And I'm not okay what with that. What about fried egg? Fried egg, if it's runny, then that counts as a liquid. How often are you having cheese with eggs? Um, I mean, I try not to ever do it because it grosses me out. But like, there's, I'm trying to think of... A number of meals that aren't carbonara or pizza with egg on. Sure. Where egg and cheese would meet in liquid form. Because um, surely the cheese to be liquid well, I mean, has to for be example, so hot thing... that it would probably cook the egg. Yeah, I mean, for example, the thing that you said where you want to put a poached egg on a pizza. Like that, for example. True. Yeah. But other than that... Hey, I'm not... I'm not... <laughs> food shaming you <laughs> i'm not the one on trial i'm just here, trying to, <laughs> i'm just trying to think you know how 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 many meals are there where that runny egg and runny cheese you know sit together in i mean in my household none harmony but like if if we do something like a um like a fancy right in and tell us about your cheesy eggy mixtures <laughs> uh, contact us on facebook.com uh, forward slash conversation hat uh ben uh um, yeah, for example, so if Conversation Hat podcast on Twitter, Instagram, send us your pictures and your recipes for runny egg and runny cheese, deviled egg and camembert. Which one's a deviled egg? Isn't that just when it's off? That's no, they so they boil an egg, they cut it in half, right? They take the yolk out, right? They put all the yolks in a bag, okay? With um, I think it's like chili stuff mm-hmm. and mayonnaise right and then they mush it up okay and then you have all of the eggs all of the all of the hollowed out eggs basically all of the egg whites without the yolk in and then they pipe yeah. the mayonnaise yolky 
chilli stuff into the middle of the eggs. And that that will sort of And that is cure. a deviled egg. That's what cures cancer, is it? I wouldn't go that far. Oh. Then what is the point? Oh. Pretentious eggs. Ah. Pretentious eggs. Uh Pre-negging. I think it's just trying to make Negative it okay eggs. to have a relatively posh soiree mm-hmm. where you can just eat half a boiled egg and no one calls you common. i just have a scotch egg and then beat up anyone that says it's common. I'm not really worried about being common. Uh, I'm not really worried about eggs, to be honest. <laughs> Particularly like when they're runny, mixed with cheese. Um, yeah, exactly. For anyone that's wondering, we're still, we're still exactly here. Um, what are your really sure favourite eggs, on. Liam? Poached egg. Poached egg, same as me? I'm quite good at poaching eggs. I like poached egg on toast. I think that's really good. Spritz of uh, pepper, uh, mm-hmm. tiny spritz of salt on top. Lovely. Good time. Wonderful time had by all. Would recommend. You should only ever salt your eggs once they've been cooked. Never salt your yeah. eggs whilst yeah, yeah. cooking them. If you're making you an omelette... Do it last. If you're doing scrambled, do it last. It starts to make the eggs go weird before they've started cooking. You're fucking you're up your poaching, eggs is what you're doing. If you're poaching and you're making the um, the well, you're making the little spinny whirlpool, uh, tiny bit of balsamic. No salt, tiny bit of balsamic. That's what you need. Helps it keeps its shape. Also, uh, before you put the egg in the pan to cook it, put it through a sieve. Don't Sorry, don't put it through a sieve. Put it in a sieve. And what you find is like all the really loose uh, bits that would turn into that annoying wispy crap, they'll come through the sieve. You dump the rest in there, oh. keeps it shape. That's really cool. I normally Works. do it. And you need a room temperature egg. Yeah. What I would do is I would break it into a ramekin and yeah. then you can gently plop it in so it doesn't go mental. So what we're saying is if we get a room temperature egg and yeah. a room temperature sieve. Yeah. Crack it in there, put yeah. the good stuff in a ramekin, put that into the swirly pool with some balsamic and some salt. No salt. Don't salt it. No Don't salt, salt sorry. Water. Balsamic. Just balsamic. Then we could get it out, put a bit of salt on it then. Yeah, exactly. Pop it on a pizza. Okay. Would you eat it then? Would you eat it on a pizza then? If we'd made this no, god. It's got cheese of... on it. Alright, we won't do that then. But we've just made out. We've just found we've made out. We've just we made, made out. out from this distance. It's, it's um, the eggs. The eggs are getting me. Isn't. The eggs are getting to you. <laughs> getting me going. Oh no. We've You've just created the god again. poach eggs. Let's end with the story of how um, Marble Hornets ends. Because Cheers me, you bastard. No, because I'm telling a story. We're not done yet. Mm. Um, what happened behind the scenes um, is... I haven't seen the end of Marble Hornets, so this oh, is... No, so, so I'm not, I'm I'm not going to go... In, I'm not going to go... I'm not going to go into the end of Marble Hornets. You can enjoy that. But the the reason that it stopped behind the scenes is Marble Hornets sort of really massively took off in a big way that none of the crew sort of really anticipated. So what happened was, um, for simplicity, they the three of them, uh, Tim, Alex, and Troy, they formed a company, but... Um, they formed it under Troy's name. Now okay. what happened? But like the the agreement was that like that was just to get it done quicker for whatever reason because it was simpler. So like all of the money that randomly came in through because you could advertise on YouTube a lot easier back then. 
Um, all of that money would just go into a company and then they could spend it on doing more stuff, paying rent, whatever they needed to do. But the company was in Troy's name just as a formality. Um, sure. But when it came to like production meetings and stuff, eventually Troy would like start pulling rank and being like, well, it's my company, so what I say goes. Um, mm. Which he has since confessed was kind of a dick move. Um, yeah. But I get how like if you do happen to have like an inkling more control than someone else, like in the name of getting something done, you will pull rank even when like it's not a good idea. Um, sure. Which yeah, it's one of them things that like especially if you're a teenager and you come into money that you've made with your friends, it's gonna go wrong. Um, so they, I think. They started doing stuff like the sketches on Troy Has a Camera as well as Marble Hornets. And obviously the sketches were a lot more rewarding because you don't have to put as much work into them and you have like an actual finished thing by the end of it. And there's the payoff, yeah. And like Marble Hornets wasn't going to be a finished thing for ages. So I think they had like various ideas of how to wrap it up, but like they kept sort of doing it, which is why like production on Marble Hornet sort of slows down and like the gaps between the episodes took a, a long ass time so like you were waiting for months between episodes sometimes so it just made it a little crappy and annoying to watch but like as Ben's doing now you can just go back and watch them all in sequence and kind of have a better time um, and probably a less stupid messed up paranoid time as well um, so eventually, this, yeah, this like, will be done in a couple of days for me. Yeah, yeah. Let us know if you're still sane by the end of it. Um, I don't think I was sane at the beginning, but okay. Yeah, well, let us know if it's affected your sanity in any way. It may have fixed you. Who knows? Yeah. So that I think they sort of agreed to finish Marble Hornets, but like then they basically wouldn't be friends. So like, you notice the the cast of like Troy has a camera sort of altering very rapidly through the course of a couple of years so like right. um, Marble Hornets is still basically a fun watch and I think it's got its kind of impact on the internet and like um, horror and stuff is like quite I suppose, important yeah, it, 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 even though it was um, apparently not the best received um, movie the Slenderman one yes when that came out in 2018 mm. I mean, surely this is still uh, over the ten years that Marvel Hornets has been out. It will have affected mm. a huge number of people oh, yeah. who make yeah. stuff, and they will go stuff on to make online. horror and other things. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, um, it has had a big effect on stuff. And I think it's a shame that they decided to do a Slenderman movie rather than trying to do stuff like in the found footage, um, messed up timeline, sort of meta narrative way like I think the 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 inspiration it gives you on like the way that you format a film or a story um the way you tell a story is way more interesting and helpful than its impact on ooh slenderman so I think there being a slenderman movie is kind of a mistake um and it just shows you that like the people who make decisions in hollywood or whatever aren't the people that actually enjoy and take part in things when they happen so that's worth bearing yeah. in mind so Yes, I believe that Troy Wagner is still making stuff. I think he was working on um, a new kind of weird horror thing. Um, you can find Troy Has a Camera on 
Patreon, I think. Um, I supported him on there for a couple of years just to see what was going on and to watch some of the videos that came out. And they were they were kind of interesting. They weren't quite as compelling as Marble Hornets, but then, like, they weren't necessarily going to be. Um, and if you want to find out all about, like, what happened behind the scenes and all of that stuff, it is quite interesting, um, even as, like, a business owner, just to read and be like, oh, so that's something that can go wrong. That's worth being aware of. Sure. Um, yeah. So, um, thanks for watching or listening or whatever you were doing. Um, <laughs> shall we wrap up the podcast and then wrap up the live stream? Does that make Let's sense? Let's do so. Thank you so, for listening to the Conversation Hat podcast. I was yeah. doing it. I was yeah, being sorry, a there's a lag. We, we can't argue there's a lag, Ben. We can <laughs> argue you do there's it. a lag. It just means that we have to preemptively strike. Suck it. Go on, you do it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Conversation Hat Podcast. Thank you for listening you to en- the Conversation Hat Podcast. We hope that you... I can't even see your face, so it's not even... Okay, there you are. I can see you now. Go on. Thank you for listening to the Conversation Hat Podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you enjoyed it more than I did, because Liam's a bit of an arse. And yep, internet fine. and technology is terrible as well. Please look mm-hmm. after yourselves. Be nice to each other. Wash your hands. Eat healthy. Drink water. Get out in the sun if you can. But exercise with restraint. Don't go, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going out to exercise and sit on a park bench when you've never left the house in the last 15 years. <laughs> Just don't be an idiot. Have with a word it, with yourself. Don't be a dick. Just don't be stupid. Don't applaud hardworking NHS people on a bridge in a crowd because that's stupid. Here's something that isn't stupid. If you like the podcast, or if you want the podcast to get better, or if you like us, whatever, please do consider finding us on Patreon, uh, Conversation Hat Podcast. Uh, Any income that comes into the podcast goes back into the podcast in a variety of ways, whether it's trying to lock down some very important guests, and oh bloody hell, I am excited about some of the guests we have lined up for whenever this whole situation Yeah, we we got some bangers coming in. At least two. (laughs) Um, so I'm really excited no in addition to us um, really excited about that if you want to sort of keep up with us in between episodes you can find uh, Convoy Hats Podcast on Instagram and Twitter you can also find Conversation Hat Podcast on Facebook but Facebook is evil so that's sort of up to you if you are well if you want to give us a five star review a nice wordy review on whatever podcast app you are listening to us on now words yeah that made sense um that actually helps us out a lot and is a good way of supporting us without giving us any money um and if you want to watch the podcast live streams as they go out you can find convo hat podcast on twitch twitch tv twitch.tv forward slash convo hat podcast all one word and if you just search conversation app podcast on youtube we will come up there. We are partnered on Twitch, so if we have a preference, I guess it's there. Um, although Amazon, you can also kind find. Of evil. Yeah, Amazon's a massive dick, but hey, <sighs> overlords. You can also find Liam on Twitter at LT Guitarist and me on Instagram at Spike Pearson, and I think we're both on TikTok now as well, aren't we? After oh heck. Yes, that last uh, con- podcast that we recorded with Mr. Roman Armstrong. 
Convoy Hat I'm Podcast on TikTok. on TikTok. Convoy Hat Podcast on TikTok. Um, LT Guitarist on TikTok. What's yours? Spike Pearson on TikTok? Uh, Spike Pearson on TikTok. Yeah. Bloody hell. It's Pearson, P-I-E-R-S-O-N. People always forget, but it does mean if ever I'm in trouble with the police, I don't correct their spelling. <laughs> Not Fair that enough. that's ever happened. <laughs> mm. It's all that dogging. Anyway, right. that, that's a good time Let's... to leave. I'm going to go now. Let's end the podcast and then we'll say bye to the live stream people. Podcast ending so, now. Thank you for listening to and presumably enjoying the Conversation Hat podcast. We've chosen to put this, the only advert, at the very end of the show because we wanted to specifically target the people who enjoy the Conversation Hat podcast the most. And the fact that you're still listening, even though the episode has actually finished, well, that leads me to believe that you're exactly the people I want to talk to. The Conversation Hat podcast, and indeed everything we do here at Odd Creative, is an entirely independent operation. So please bear in mind that even though we don't get paid for doing these episodes, that doesn't mean they're not work. So we're asking you, our most dedicated listeners, to consider what you think this show is worth. If it's worth around one American dollar, which, I mean, it is at least worth that, then do consider subscribing to our Patreon. A Patreon subscription to the Conversation Hat podcast is a monthly recurring payment of pretty much however much you want to send us. For one dollar or more every month, you get early access to our recorded episodes. You also get access to an additional patrons-only mini-podcast, so something that only people who subscribe to our Patreon will be able to hear. Which is really exciting for us, because it means that we can be really super gross, and only our most dedicated listeners will ever hear it. That's kind of fun. So if that sounds interesting to you, please go to patreon.com forward slash conversation and see what else we have on offer. Thank you for your time.